Welcome to Real Estate Investing Abundance, the show for busy, fulfilled professionals like you to learn how to develop financial independence built on solid, passive real estate investments. Now, here is your host, Dr. Alan Lomax. Hello, enlightened investors. I'm your host, Dr. Alan, and what a joy it is to be with you today as we explore the blueprint to explore how we can increase our rate of return by 11 times or more. Tom Lonnie is the creator of the Bulletproof Wealth Strategy and the leader in guiding investors to become their own bankers. So, Tom, take us into our discussion today and share with us a memorable experience from your formative years that helped you to be who you are today. Absolutely. Alan, thank you so much for having me on your show. I really appreciate it. I'm very happy to be here and and help your audience understand a little bit better about what I do. So I got into the financial services industry in kind of a really roundabout way. I spent 29 years in the music industry as a recording engineer, mixer, and producer. And I got to work with some just absolutely amazing artists like Bruce Springsteen, Mavis Staples, R.E.M., Fabulous Thunderbird, Stevie Ray Vaughan. Just the list goes on and on of who I got to work with in the music industry. But towards the end of that 29-year run, I had a slight hearing loss in my right ear that prevented me from mixing records because you have to have near perfect hearing to do that job kind of be like a photographer or a painter that couldn't see well i mean you can imagine how that would go that would not be a fairly quick end to their career so anyways at the very end of this i started this had this hearing loss and i was so so grateful because Way back early when I first started this career, I had a financial professional tell me that I really needed to protect my income with a thing called disability insurance, which guys, I know a lot of you probably have that at work, which is really cool that you guys have that provided at work. But for me, I had to, since I was an independent, I had to purchase that whole type of protection you know, just completely independently of any job provided coverage. So bottom line is, is that it was on my hearing because it had a special provision in it called an own occupation provision. And it allowed me to go back to school and spend four years getting three financial designations. So right now I'm a chartered life underwriter. I'm a chartered financial consultant and a chartered special needs consultant. And it's really fun to kind of have this new second career that I started back in 2013. And it's been going amazingly well. Just so excited about it. So that would be the most important thing that I would say about my formative years is that, hey, do what you love and you never know what's going to (laughs) happen. So make sure you get protection. Always have a plan B, as some people yeah. have, have told me. And uh, yeah, yes, I that's should, good. should have listened to that much earlier in life than I did. I love Mavis Staples, by the way. How was oh, she to work cool. with? Yeah. Very, very great. She's just wonderful, sweet. I, I don't think I worked with any artists that were awful to work with. They Behind the scenes, they just want to get the job done. And if they've gotten to that level, they're pretty professional. And well, I mean, she's just amazing, amazing artist. Love listening to her. That's great. 
So how can investors enhance our returns on investment at the same time, protect our financial interests or our families? So this is really a great question. And what this is what I teach kind of every day is about how to enhance returns. Well, the only way to enhance returns is to safely be able to increase your leverage. Okay. And really to understand why you would even want to do that, it's important to know how banks make money because really what I'm teaching my clients is to make money like banks do. So let me just give you this basic example. If you walk into a bank and deposit $100,000, right? And then the bank pays you one quarter of a percent on that $100,000. That would be the bank paying you $250 for a whole year. That's what a quarter percent of 100000 is. And that $250, by the way, is taxable income to you as well at your ordinary income bracket. You know, So it's ridiculous. But that bank pays you $250. And then somebody comes along and they take a loan from the bank. Let's just say that another person came along and wanted to take a $100,000 loan from the bank and the bank were to charge them, let's just call it five and a quarter percent. This is a unsecured loan, let's say. So they're charging five and a quarter percent. They're paying a quarter percent to you. The question I want to ask is, this is where everybody gets mixed up, is what is the rate of return the bank is making? Okay. That is the question. And a lot of people, Dr. Lomax, like to say, 5%. They go, oh, if they're paying a quarter and they're making five and a quarter, then they should be earning five. But the reality is that's not how banks make money. And that is totally wrong. The person that is getting the loan from the bank is paying the bank $5,250. And the bank is turning around and paying $250. And this is the thing. They're not lending out their own money. Okay, they're lending out the depositors' money and they have their money in very secure, safe investments, right? They're not lending out their own money. So it's an absolute mind shift, kind of a paradigm shift, really, to understand this principle of how banks make money. And that is what I teach people how to to enhance their returns by learning this principle. Well, the bank is doing fractional lending. Yes. And I didn't mention that (laughs) because uh, if you put $100,000 in, the truth is on a 10% reserve, the bank can lend out a million dollars. Okay. But in reality, we can't do that. We we do not have banking charters and cannot do fractional reserve lending. So the truth is, is that I know that that concept blows people's minds so bad that I don't bring it up very often because nobody but a bank can do that fractional reserve lending. And they are absolutely increasing the money supply when they do that. Okay. They're creating money out of thin air, loaning out 10 times more than they have on deposit. And that is the greatest initiator of inflation that there is because the money supply is expanding, changing the ratio of money supply to available goods. And that's how we get inflation. Yes. And then they blame it on the government. So, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) totally. Oh, goodness. I'm sorry to derail there on the fractional reserve lending, but yeah, that is a, it's a complicated subject that I know all about, but I don't bring it up too often because usually people just don't have never heard of it. 
and they say that can't be real what you're telling me cannot be true banks can't do that and i'm like well you know you got to do a little more research because that's exactly what they're doing they've actually been doing that at least since the renaissance and maybe before then but yeah it's been a while that they've been doing that we'll be right back after a brief announcement Are you a busy professional, passionate about the work of your calling, yet realize that even though you love what you are doing, you're exchanging your time for money? You know that if you were to lose the ability to exchange time for money, your financial well-being will be in jeopardy. If you can relate, I have great news. Steve Tucker Capital is an investment company designed for professionals to develop financial independence built on solid, passive real estate investments. Remove the anxiety of an uncertain financial future and go to steedtalker.com. Get your free one-page 10-step guide to passive real estate investing. So where is the best place for us as individuals to save money? Obviously, it isn't the bank. So where is it? No, it's not the banks because the banks are paying you terrible, terrible returns. And they're just basically have one advantage and one advantage only, and that's high liquidity. That means you can put in a hundred thousand and take a hundred thousand dollars out the next day if you should desire to do that. And that is the only advantage that banks have is their liquidity. So I like to, for my, my clients, I have looked far and wide through all of these financial designations I got trying to find the best place to save money and that is low risk. And what I do is create a, a line of credit inside of specially designed life insurance. And it's a very unique strategy where you're putting in way more money than is required by the life insurance company for any given amount of life insurance. And you're doing it right up to what the IRS rules will allow so that you can have tax advantages and be able to use it in your business. And we use that as a collateralized loan. And it gets a little bit hairy, but the way that I make it super simple is by comparing this line of credit to a home equity line of credit, because pretty much everybody out there in your audience has heard of a home equity line of credit, would you say? I would guess most people do, yes. Yeah, so a home equity line of credit is the credit line is fixed. That means that if you got a credit line for $100,000, it's never changing at all. It's just staying at that fixed amount. Unless you were to go get a new appraisal on your house and you were to go back through underwriting and get an additional amount to your credit, which is a big, huge deal. And with a, the life insurance line of credit that I create for investors, the line increases each year. So every year, the line of credit goes up as you continue to fund or put additional resources into this. And the obviously on a home equity line of credit, the home equity is the collateral. That is what's collateralizing it. And on a life insurance policy, the tricky thing that you have to understand is it's not the face value or death benefit that's the collateral, it's the cash value. So there's two things. There's the face value and the cash value and they collateralize the cash value. So you might have a $3 million policy with $200,000 of cash value, and the 200,000 is what they allow you to collateralize. Another big differentiator that is, it's very cool with the cash value line of credit 
is that a home equity line of credit, when you use it, it impacts your credit score, believe it or not, because it impacts your debt to income ratio. So if you were to take a loan from a home equity line of credit and put it into uh, a syndication or any, any real estate investment, that is going to actually drop your credit score because it's reported. Now, if you take a loan from a life insurance line of credit, it's off the radar of the reporting agencies. So it does not impact your credit score. And of course, when you take a home equity line of credit loan, you pay interest to the bank that's holding that line of credit. And that's just profit to the bank. But when you take a line of credit loan from your life insurance policy, you're paying interest to the insurance company, but they're required to return that interest in the form of a dividend, not all of it, but part of it, they're required to return that back to the policy owner. So they pay a dividend once a year, and that's just a return of profit of the company back to the policy owners. So the bottom line is there's zero, no earning potential in a home equity line of credit. The bank's not gonna pay you anything at all. You're just gonna be paying them. And with the life insurance line of credit, hey, you get dividends. There's earning potential, meaning your policy compounds, the cash value compounds inside of it. So that is some of the cool things about what I set up for investors to be able to use then in their investing. This, What I do is not the investment. That's why I call it the bulletproof wealth strategy. It's a strategy for where can you accumulate or save capital so that then you can invest with steed talker capital in the end that's where you want to put your money but i'm just helping people find the best place to save it and build it up over time that that's a good example of how the life insurance policies work and uh, the differences between that and a home equity loan so the fact that it's not reported to the credit bureau is something i've actually never actually thought about even though i do have those uh policies in place myself but it's very easy to borrow from a home equity loan it's you have to go through several different steps even once you have your line of credit set up with the insurance policy all you have to do is to go online and say i want this money and you can immediately have it transferred to your account yes. so it's it's very 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 muchly available there well, the dividends that are paid, talk to us about the dividends as opposed to what you are borrowing against that. Yeah. So the dividends are technically a return of profit minus two elements. They're minus the company expenses and the mortality charges of the company. So if they're paying, if you have 100000 in cash value and they pay, for example, 6%, that would be $6,000 dividend minus the company expenses and the mortality charges so it might end up at you know 3500 what i don't know what because it depends on what company you're with they have various expenses but the beauty of it is that where else can you have your money growing at any rate and be able to collateralize it and use it at a very, very high level. So you can get approximately 95% loan to value collateralization. So if you had $100,000 in your cash value, you could borrow 95,000. If you were doing a portfolio loan on an equity, you know, like on a pool of equities, you might be able to get 50%. So it's just, you know, way higher collateral capacity. But I will say, and one caveat is that it only works with whole life insurance because the underlying collateral is so much safer that they're willing to give you a much higher loan to value on whole life and 
you know, it just works amazingly well. And I only work with mutually owned companies and I only work with whole life, which I'm probably, you know, that's just the average thing that everybody does. My bulletproof wealth strategy does not just incorporate this specific thing where we're putting money inside of life insurance for a line of credit. I also set people up with disability insurance to protect their income if something were to happen to them. And then I finally set them up with capturing their insurable interest with an option strategy, which is a convertible term policy that allows them to go in and get as much life insurance as they qualify for now, and then guarantee that they can create a line of credit when they're ready in the future. So I kind of have three prongs to my strategy that I work on, and it really helps protect people to the highest degree that they can be. Sounds like uh, some good strategies there. Yeah. So this may vary from company to company, but say, for instance, I have a $100,000 cash value and I borrow uh, 50000 of that. Those dividends I'm getting are actually paid on that 100000 even though I'm borrowing that 50000 at least at some companies. Yes. Most companies, that's exactly the way it works. However, there are some companies where you would be getting the full dividend that is the maximum amount you're ever going to get on the whole entire 100000 And some companies prorate it just a little bit where you're, if you have $50,000 loaned out, you're going to get a slightly lower dividend on the money you have loaned out versus the money that is left in there. Now, I will tell you guys that there's a lot of people who make a huge deal over that. But the reality is, is that the companies that pay the same dividend, whether you have a loan or not, usually pay a lower dividend. So it all kind of evens out in the wash because they're not able to utilize your money for their investments when they've given that money back to you as a loan. So I think, you know, it totally makes sense why they give you a small pro rata reduction on your dividend for the portion you have loaned out. Talk to us just a little bit about the tax burden and how that is different than it would be with an equity loan. So all of the internal growth in these different lines of credit and policies that I set up for people are are tax advantaged. And if you structure them properly, you don't pay any taxes on the the distributions in retirement. So it's actually really cool. You get to age 67 or 68 or actually whenever you want to retire, there's not any certain age you have to be. And then you can start pulling the money out that you put in because they're taxed on a first in first out basis. That means you pull out the original money you put in first and that's tax free. And then when you hit your basis, you switch to collateralized loans that you never pay back. So it's got tons of tax advantages because of the way life insurance works. And, you know, I love helping people really go into all of the nitty gritty details on how to get the most out of it. That's very different than IRAs, by the way, that you are going to pay taxes on unless they're, of course, Roth IRAs. Well, Tom, we are coming to the end of our time. So tell our viewers and listeners how they can get in touch with you and what you have to offer them. Yeah, absolutely. So my website is bulletproofwealth.info, bulletproofwealth.info. And I have a very large, very specialized and specific to my strategy training video educational library that you can go sign up at my website and get free access to it. And then after watching a few of the videos explaining exactly what I do, if you want to contact me, 
you're more than welcome to contact me and I'll see if a, a plan would make sense for you. Well, that is excellent. Well, Tom, I have one last question for you, and that is share with us one of your most difficult setbacks in life. How did you deal with that time and what did you learn from it? Thank you very much. Well, listen, one of my most difficult setbacks was coming to the realization that I couldn't do a career that I'd loved for 29 years, right? And honestly, I know I mentioned it earlier, but that was a very stressful time. I spent probably six months going to different audiologists to confirm this hearing loss. And I had to do all of this work trying to make sure that everything was going to work the way I thought it was with this disability policy. And when that thing ended up clicking in and working like it was supposed to and paying for me to go back to school for five years, it was just amazing. So that I was very thankful, but you know, it's obviously stressful to be forced to change careers, but it's going great. And I'm very, you know, thankful for another opportunity to help people just in a different way. Well, Tom, it's been a pleasure having you today. Thank you for informing us about alternative ways to invest and to grow our investments. Thanks for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for tuning in to Real Estate Investing Abundance, brought to you by Steve Talker Capital, a company working for passionate professionals like you to develop financial independence built on solid, passive real estate investments. As part of our efforts to make the world a better place, Steed Talker Capital contributes to activities and organizations committed to better understand the equine. These endeavors attempt to enhance the human treatment of horses worldwide. Steed Talker Capital, working for a world where all creatures, great and small, flourish abundantly. For resources to develop your financial independence, connect with us at steedtalker.com.